What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Blog and Bar. This week we have Paul Vaughan. Really interesting episode. You get to hear a bloke that knows he's made a mistake. Then you get to hear what it's like to deal with the fallout, dealing with all the online chat, dealing with all the media chat. Uh, it's really, it's a really good insight to a footy player that made a, a big mistake, but at the same time is aware of it and is looking to. I guess, bounce back from that mistake. We also get to hear his career. You know, Paul Vaughan is an origin forward. He's an Australian rep. He's he's one of the best forwards in the competition, front rows in the competition, and he's looking to get back to that form. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It's uh, I really enjoyed it. It's brought to you by Bloke Club. Go to www.bloke.club. Join the club. We have discounts. We have early access. And potentially, if we've got a merch drop coming soon, it'll just be for Bloke Club members, at least for the early access. And as you know, the shorts, they sold out before they even got to the public. So go to www.bloke.club. It is completely free to join up. You don't have to enter credit card details or anything. It takes 20 to 30 seconds. Pause the podcast. Go join up. Then come back and listen to the podcast. Also, brought to you by Bloke and a Bar Beer. Go to your local independent bottle. Ask them to order some via ALM. Uh, we, we, we're in nationwide, nationwide, any independent bottle in the country, if you go and ask them to order a bloke in a bar to stock it, they should be able to via ALM. Uh, if they already do stock it, go and grab a case. It's the beer of sport, the beer of summer, smooth, beautiful, crisp beer, perfect for a warm weekend where you get to sit back, watch your cricket, watch the fights, whatever you want. But as usual, let's get straight into it, baby! Just a bloke in a bar. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bloke in a Bar, powered by... The smoothest, crispest, easiest drinking lager. Perfect for summer. It keeps the lights on, guys. It keeps the bloke community moving forward. That's how you can support the platform. So go grab a case from your local. But I have the great Paul Vaughan with me. How are you going, big fella? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Mate, uh, how's the off-season been for you? Yeah, it's been good. It's been um, it's been a little bit uh, interesting this year. Yeah. Um, I've had a pretty big holiday, so <laughs> yeah. um, with with everything that's happened, but um, I'm nice and refreshed. Um, spent a lot of time with the family, which has been really really good. Um, we've just had our second little baby girl, so oh, congratulations! Everything's good, man. Every, everything's going really well. So yeah, yep. and so I mean, I, we should just get straight into it because it's bloody. Sure. It's the elephant on the fu- <laughs> it's it's a big elephant in the room. I'm sure he wants to know. Yep. I, you know, ha- how's it been for you? First of all. You know, mentally, you know, yeah. obviously everyone understands it was an error, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how's it been, I guess, uh, what's the word, processing everything that has happened this season? Yeah, um, it's been pretty It's been pretty tough. Um, you know, there's been days that, that, that have been pretty hard. Um, mm. But I'm just lucky, you know, I've, I've got a great group of mates um, and my wife's really strong. So mm. it's, um, you know, there was, there was times there where it, it was pretty tough, um, but I just sort of lent back on, you know, the support, um, my support circle and sort of made things a little bit easier. Um, but, yeah, I just I, – I had to get through it. There was no you – know, no easy way around it. I sort yeah. of uh, – I, I took it on the chin. Mm. Um, I, I, I copped the punishment. Um, so I feel as though that it's it, it's all past now. Um, you know, the damage has been done. Um, and I'm just looking forward to, to sort of, you know, taking the steps forward and to, mm. to redeeming myself, which I'm looking forward to. It's it's one of those um, like like I I can't relate because I haven't been in in COVID whilst playing NRL, but it's one of those like things that I see and I'm like I totally get how young footy players can make that mistake because I would be tempted to do that. But then there's another side of me that's like you know as a teammate you're like no nah, I can't do that that's yeah. wrong against the team it's wrong yeah. against the fans. Yep. When when it all went when you look back on it now do you just think just weren't thinking like just weren't thinking yeah it's, it's funny because when i look back on it now um at the time um because there was i was just thinking you know we just had oh, i'm not trying to downplay it at all i'm not yeah. trying to sugarcoat it um you know we had a, we had a, a, a great win the night before mm. golden point against the warriors against the warriors mm. um great game uh, we had the week off the, the following week with the mm. bye um and i just sort of thought you know what better time to sort of to you know have a barbecue whatever and and sort of just uh, get the boys around obviously looking back on it now it's it's not the right thing to do and it's it's been able to i've been given the sort of um, opportunity to see that from the other side yeah. um, probably where i wasn't thinking that way where there's people that can't see their families there's people that are you know that, that you know, covid's been um, affected everyone mm. and it sort of it does look very selfish and it does look um I wouldn't say arrogant, but it just sort of looks like um, maybe the, we thought we were entitled to sort of do um, something that's outside the, the, the rules and the laws. Yeah. And, um, you know, now sort of looking back on it, I understand that. Yeah. Um, and I, I, like I said, I was I, I'm very apologetic for, for that, but I just never, 
I didn't mean. I, I just didn't. The mean. intention wasn't the to intention, do that. The intention it just wasn't, turned out yeah, like that. It, it really wasn't. The intention wasn't to, um, you know, to, to not so much poke fun, but you know, to make us sort of look like we're above anything. It was just. Yeah. It was just. A, it, was a, it was a poor error in judgment. It was a shit um, decision. But you know, it's um, yeah, like I said, it's it, it's happened and sort of crazy just looking back on it. It's just. It's not so much a dream because I lived it, but it was just such a. Felt like an out of body experience, yeah, kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, and now, out. sort of looking back on it, everything's past. It's just like I can't believe it happened. Yeah, I, I wish that it didn't because mm. I never wanted anything like that to happen. I just yeah. and um, like I said, everything that or everything that's happened, I, I just didn't want to to be to to bring that on anyone. Yeah, to bring that on the club, to bring that on my family or mm. my mates, even the you know, the boys. It's, it's hard to deal with, but yeah, yeah. it's and so mentally. Have you are you in the position now where you're like, this was an error in my life. I take full responsibility for it. I'm re- I'm ready to. I understand it upset people, but I'm also ready to move forward from it. Yeah, yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Um, and I, you know, I just hope that people can sort of understand that too. You know mm. what I mean? I, um, like I said, it it hurt it hurt me the most. It hurt my family the most. Um, yep. like I said, it was a it was, um, just a, a shit thing to to sort of go through, but. I'm just looking forward now. I've just got a really positive outlook. Yeah. Um, and that's probably the one thing that sort of kept me um, going through the whole process is just, you know, being positive and, mm. and, and looking towards, you know, better things because it was it was pretty tough there for a bit. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna, you know, sugarcoat it or, or whatever. I'm not gonna pretend it wasn't hard because it was yep. easy, it was the toughest thing I've ever been through. Yeah. Um I was on my knees there for a bit, but um like I said, I've got a beautiful family. Mm. My family's healthy, so you just gotta look to to the positives. And it's almost like a double-edged sword in the sense of like, it's tough because you care that you've, you know, you care yeah. that, oh fuck, I've let my mates down. Fuck, I've, I've let my family down. Mm. I care, I've let the fans down. Yep. It actually like, because because you're actually not a shit bloke, you're actually a good bloke yeah. that made an error. Yeah. It actually makes it worse, you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. if you're a shit bloke that doesn't care, you're like, fuck yeah. it, didn't do anything, you know, all right, I fucked up, but everyone fucks up. There's heaps of people breaking yeah, COVID. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you're sitting there probably going, fuck, like I feel guilty. Yeah. I'm fucking. Yeah, there's just like certain things like I, I just hate, I hate letting people down, and yep. that's that's my biggest thing. Like when I play footy and all that kind of stuff, when I'm training, I just I don't like that feeling. Mm. And then you know to see the backlash of of, of everything, and then it, it being obviously I, I, I took I took the brunt of it, which is which is sweet. But I was just like, man, I just I never I never intended for that to happen. Yeah, no way. Um, but yeah, I've I've I lived it, so it's one of those things where I just have to move on. And yeah, and so it's actually you know the silver lining from your career side obviously you know you you're okay with the decision with what happened with the dragons and you're happy now the bulldogs yeah but you were saying just before that you, you actually had it's given you an opportunity to get eye surgery yeah walk us through so walk us through the eye injury and everything yeah so that was it's been it's been a rough rough couple <laughs> yeah. years it's been a bit tough um so i think it was 2020 would, would have been one of the, the last games that we played against newcastle I, I got an eye poke that was pretty bad it went through the back of my eye and it's sort of um Fuck. It, it sort of messed up this muscle that that controls your vision. Yes. Um, and so I've had I've had double vision for the last year. Um, so like I was saying to you, I was I did a preseason with glasses, which which all the boys was, you know, they, they thought it was pretty funny. Please like, send us a photo so we I can have, show the people. I got one of the yeah, it's, it's a funny photo, but I had the straps like all the glasses, so I'd tie up my the boys straps. Boys would have been giving it to you. And every day at training, because like we were doing fitness, we were doing like the running track. I had yeah. like a towel in my in my shorts, and because my glasses would fog up oh, no. <laughs> when it was hot at, in preseason, I'd have to take my glasses off. Yeah. I'd be like cross-eyed because. Couldn't see, you know, sort of um, clear the lenses and then put them back on and, and go again. Um, but that's been, you know, one of the positives as well. Uh, mm. With the time off, I've, I've had a chance to to get the surgery done, um, so my vision's perfect now. Yeah. Um, so it was pretty. T- it, was, it was very tough playing with yeah. with that this year, but now I'm, you know, my body's sweet. I'm ready to, to well, go. So for the dogs. like, it's, it's something that like a lot of fans don't know. Like that, no one knew. Yeah. That you're you know, trying to play for the team and you got double vision. What's it like you're sitting in the change room about to go out and play yeah. the storm or something? I know it was I mean it's hard enough playing, you know, first grade with perfect vision. Yeah, like, absolutely. There was, there was times there. Um and only like really my close mates knew and obviously my teammates in the club, but there was times there before the game where I was just like, Man, I don't know how I'm gonna do this today. Yeah. yeah. Like, like you could even see in vision like I would sort of, you know, pop my head down, um, just 
to sort of get um, you know a perfect vision to catch the ball um, mm. from dummy half or whatever. There was times where I just you know assume where it was going and then just hope for the best. Oh, yeah. But I mean, it's just one of those things. I'm you know sure everyone has their their little injuries that they have to um, cope with. But that was that was pretty tough, mate. Double vision. Yeah, like, it was not good. <laughs> I, I, I don't know about you, but I'm the and and this is something that I feel like as you get more experienced, you get better at because you get taught that you're never going to be 100%. But yeah. especially when I was younger, if I wasn't 100%, it would kind of rattle me. I'd lose confidence. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whereas like double vision, that's yeah. got to smash your confidence. Yeah, yeah. And I'm very like to the T, like I like my preparation, everything yep. to be sweet. Um, I like my body to be, you know, 100% fine, yep. no niggles. Um, and then with the eye, I was just like, oh, man. Right. <laughs> like, Were you getting headaches in that? No, really? it wasn't so much headaches. It was just it was just the vision. Far um, but yeah, so it was just one of those things that I – but it was good too because it sort of made me learn like in preparation that you know things aren't going to be perfect and yeah obviously you just have to deal with uh with, with things you know if they come up so i guess it was good too at the same time because i played some good footy with my with a busted ice i was like oh if i fix my eye <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be back to you know <laughs> yeah. playing good footy again so yeah um okay so that fuck, double vision yeah, i can't cool. imagine running onto a field with double like i'll be rattled so yeah. was it was a part of you like Maybe I should just get the surgery, like when you were. It well, it just comes back to letting the boys down. Like I, I didn't yeah. want to. Like I knew I could play, so I was like, "Well, I'm not going to sit out knowing that I can play because I don't yeah. want to let anyone down." Mm. But there was a period where, um, so I got surgery at the start of the year, uh, which made it good enough to take the glasses off. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, so I threw the glasses. I wish you had to play with glasses. <laughs> so that would have been. I threw so the glasses away. Well, the boys were saying uh, you'd be the first person to play with like glasses. Mate, yeah, it'd be um, so good if you did. But yeah, so I threw the glasses away and then. Um, my vision was okay, but I still had double vision. And then, um, yes, I had the, the second um, round of surgery at the end of the year, yeah. or towards oh, the end of the year, yeah. and I was, I was okay. Do you know who did it, who poked you? I think it was one of my own teammates. No way. I think it was, because I sort of made a tackle and I sort of came around the back and yeah. then, and the, 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 and finger went, old. the finger went pretty deep. Yeah, so, it was, yeah, it was, it was pretty tough. Did you keep, keep, like keep, complete that game? Well, it was, I think it was about 10 minutes before half time. Yeah. So I just thought it was a no, like normal eye poke where it would come good. Yeah, okay. Um, so I was just like, the vision was blurry. Yep. Um, and then half time came, I was like, yeah, no, sweet, another 10 minutes. I'll yep. sit down, uh, we'll come back. And then it never came back. Fuck. And so after um, next couple of days, the eye patch on. <laughs> <laughs> the only so photos was of the eye patch? I was tortured. Mate, yeah, yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so take us back to a, a young Borny, yeah. uh, born in obviously Canberra. Yep. Of Italian descent, the great Italian stone <laughs> on your maternal grandmother's side. Yep. Um, grew up with the uh, Gungalan, is it Gungalan? Gungalan. Gungalan. Yeah, Gungalan bulls. Yep. Um, so growing up, was it, you know, I'm going to, uh, I guess, make an assumption here, but with the Italian heritage, I'm sure yeah. football, uh, soccer, yeah. would have been like, Talked about it a bit in the house or not really? Not really, no. No, yeah. it was all um for me it was just all, all footy. footy? Like, it was it was the only thing I ever did when I was young. Yeah, mm. I think it was the only really thing that I was good at. So <laughs> I just sort of I just sort of put all my eggs in one basket when I was a young fellow and I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna do everything I can to mm. to play footy. And if it did if it if it didn't work out, I don't know what I'll I don't know what I'll be doing. Because <laughs> like I said, uh, school wasn't that great. Um yeah, just sort of all the eggs in one basket for footy and so I was pretty lucky that everything worked out. Mate, yeah. um it's uh when you when I see like a bit of a tangent, but like when you watch like this, the soccer overseas and that, yeah. and just how crazy it is over oh, it's there, mental. it's like a religion. Yeah, literally like a religion. Yeah, it's mental. Yeah. Um, so were you always did you always excel growing up, or you were one of the battlers, or? Yeah, um, I don't know. I was sort of like through sixteens and eighteens. I probably I wasn't one of the best kids coming through. I was just um, I think it's, I was a bit of a late bloomer. It sort of mm. took me a while to sort of kick on. Uh, when I was younger, I was I was a bit of a back rower. Um, probably wasn't the hardest kid. Like had the had the headgear, had the shoulder pads. Oh really? The <laughs> <laughs> torpedoes around the courts. Oh, do you know yes, what I mean? So, yes, yes. But it was only like it was only when I was moved into the front row when I started playing reserve grade after twenties. What made you move in the front row? Well, I was made to move into the front row because you like weren't I was sort of a little bit, Yeah, I was sort of a little bit starting to get a little bit bigger. <laughs> My lateral movement probably wasn't the best <laughs> to be out there on the edge. Um, and then yeah, so I, I hated it. I was like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to play front row. I was, I hated it. Yeah, and then I start. I had a pretty good year, and then um, year after that, that's that's when I debuted. So, oh, okay. So, so you yeah. so you were signed. Were you signed with the Raiders as a front rower or as a back rower? So juniors, I was back rower. Yep. Um, but then after twenties, I sort of moved into the front row. Okay. And um, so, did, did they? Were you signed whilst you were at school? Yeah. Yep. So I think I saw my first contracts, uh, first year of SE ball. Uh, so I was seventeen. 
Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, and just went through like the academy and all that kind of stuff and, and worked my way up through there. And were, did you make the Australian rep side or anything Didn't like make that? any rep sides when I was young. Really? Didn't make any rep sides, yeah. Um, which was funny because um, I was never really – like I was okay, but I wasn't like a standout young kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, and I had a pretty bad injury when I was younger. I, was, I sort of – I broke my leg, um, my left leg, tib-fib. Um, when I was about 18, 19. So that sort of wow. like halted my uh, progress for a okay. bit. Yep. And that's like when I sort of started to kick on after that. Mm. And and yep. at what point did you kind of feel like, oh, fuck, like I could go through it, like might be a chance you were playing in a role. Yeah. I think it was that first year of reserve grade yep. uh, playing for the Mannies. Because you got players like, player that year? I think so. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, so Mannies were the feeder club for, for Canberra. Yep. Um, so we would train all, all week with Canberra, um, get a bus up to Liverpool on the Friday night, train there play Saturday and then drive back home. So, so that's a, what, a two-hour bus? Two yeah, and a half about, hour? Yeah, about three, three, three Fuck. and a half from Canberra to Liverpool. Yuck. But it was good. Like, that's when all the boys, like, that was the best footy that I've played because yeah. all the boys, you know, they, they loved each other. It was, yeah. you know, it was good vibes and that. And after the game, um, get an esky full of piss yeah. um, and then drive back down to Canberra. So all the boys, yeah. It was okay. the best. Yeah. It was the best time. That was probably the best footy that, that you know, um, that I enjoyed. So, well, no wonder you got players player. Yeah, well. <laughs> well <laughs> on the beers with the boys It was the, the best. And the, and the Mannies, were, they, were, they were a great club too. Yeah. You know, it was, it was great people. So Liverpool obviously is probably not the best place to go and play <laughs> footy, but we loved it because everyone got along really well and yeah. you just wanted to play for them. And you also – in 2012, you were uh, named on the interchange bench for the New South Wales Cup Team of the Year. Yep. Did that give you massive confidence, thinking, you know, I'm fucking in the top seven? Yeah, I think so, because um, when you first come out of 20s, you start playing, you know, like sort of men. mature men, grown, grown men. It's sort of, if you can hold it with them, then I, I guess you, you sort of get a little bit of confidence out especially of Especially in the forwards. Yeah, especially in front row. Yeah, bloody Where hell. I sort of, yeah, never really played before, but... Yeah, that, that was that was a bit of a confidence builder. Mm. Um, so that, that was a good year. I think it was good for my like progression and you know moving on. All that were you stuff. training with first grade at that stage? I was. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so that was. Um, I think I was. I was outside the top thirty. Do you remember your, any some of your first sessions or rocking up going, "Holy shit, there's fucking." Yeah, I mean, around. I came through with like Tommy Leroy, Brett White. Leroy um, Lars. Shiloh. He's like a it, big boy, Leroy Lars. It was like, as a front row, I was, I was like, oh, I shitted. Like, I was, it was, I was that nervous yeah. like, coming through because I didn't want to, like, didn't want to fuck up. Didn't yeah. want to disrespect anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, and they were pretty old school too. Like, you had to sort of earn, your, earn, earn your way. And yeah. they were all playing rep. And I was like, Was Joshy Miller there at that stage? I think, I, I, think I missed just, him. Just gone to the Dragons. I think I missed him. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the four pack was, was pretty special down there. So yep. it, was, it was a good time to come through. Was it? Was there a session you remember, or just in general, do you remember the intensity of the wrestling sessions? Going, wow, this is first grade. Yeah. So I remember, like, we did this boxing. We always did this boxing session. Like, we used to go to this, like, Mate, this the I don't know, MMA gym down in Canberra. The and pits. I was like, <laughs> Tommy Leroy and Brett White had gloves on and they were just flogging the piss out of each other. <laughs> and I was a young fan and I was like, I'm not sure if I want to do this anymore. <laughs> like, I was like, I can't, hold, I can't hold me out against fucking Tommy Leroy. He's a, like 115 kilo beast. Absolutely. And I'm just this young kid that, you know, just got his headgear off <laughs> playing from, you know, back row. Mate. But it was a, yeah, it was good. It was a good eye opener. Like, yeah. It was, it was just the, the intensity that you train at as well. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so the, so 2012, you, you played some really good footy. Yeah. 2013, you obviously make your debut. Yeah. Um, and you also re-sign with the Raiders on a two-year contract until 2015. Yep. Um, you debuted round seven. Now, was it was it expected? Was it not expected? Um, yeah, I, I think I got named like pretty early on in the week. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I knew it was coming. I think. Yeah, okay. I think Tommy Leroy actually was. I think he got injured, so it sort of opened up a spot there. Mm. And I think it was against Cowboys up there in Townsville. Mm. Um, yeah. So that was. I mean, that's, that was probably one of the, the most nerve-wracking experiences I've had because yep. they were on fire. They had like Matt Scott, you know, Jimmy Tarmow and all mm. that. So it was um, it was pretty scary. But yeah, it was that feeling was, was, was something else. Was Do you remember anything specifically from the game at all? Or like, uh, you know, the first hit um, up? Or? It was pretty cool because my mum, like she, she hates flying and she's never really been on a plane that much. And, and she came up to Townsville uh, with my family. So that was that was the best memory for me, just having everyone there. Yep. Um, you know, my sisters, my family, to experience that. Um, but in the game, yeah, I was, I was just like, man, this is crazy. Um, you know, JT, I think he took a uh, – it was like a penalty. It was like a quick tap and I had me um, – like I was sort of facing away and he just burnt me and I was like, I, oh, no. I, was, I was completely out of my depth. I was yep. like, <laughs> I was like, this is, yeah, but uh, great experience. Um, and I had my family there too. So it was, it was, yep. pretty, it was all good. And how many games did you, I mean, you continue to play that year. You got rookie of the year for the club. Yep. Um, 
and you also scored a meaty. Do you remember your first meaty? Yeah, I think it was against Panthers, I'm pretty sure. I think um, I think my mum actually framed the photo. I've got it at home somewhere. Yeah. But it was cool because I was like, I was happy. At that time, I was like, well, this is the pinnacle. I've, yeah, I've done it all. Like, if, <laughs> like Living I could, the dream. I could finish right now and yeah. be happy, you know, playing first grade, score my, score my first try. Um, it's all I've ever wanted to do. So I was yeah. like, you know what, I'm set. I'm done. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was pretty cool. And so that, that season, obviously, you played some more footy. Yep. Um, did you did you kind of like it, it, a lot of people don't realize like they think that when you make your debut you automatically think oh i'm a first grader yeah but it actually takes quite a while like maybe a season of yeah. first grade for you to go you know what i'm really a first grader yeah did you feel like that or yeah it was funny that my my junior coach um david uh david hamilton he always used to say you're not a first grade until you've played 50 games yeah and so that was always in my head i was like well i haven't really made it like i'm just doing my apprenticeship until i play you know, consistent sort of first grade until 50 games and then I can maybe sit back and go, okay, well, maybe I've, I've earned my spot here and, yeah. you know, I could sort of count myself as a first grader. Um, so it wasn't really until that point where I was playing consistently that I thought, yeah, this is, this is cool. This is, um, this is where I want to be. Yeah. I want to keep me spot kind of thing. Yeah, you move past being happy to be there yeah, to, I want to, to push on. Yeah, to, to, to wanting more. And you also, you play in the World Cup for, uh, for the, the yeah, Italy. For the Zuri. Wait, what was that yeah. like? Mate, that was cool because... Um, the team that we had was stacked. Like we had uh, both Minicello brothers. Mm. Um, I think uh, LaFranchi was there. Teddy, <clears throat> Teddy, when he was coming through, like it was just a spin out. Like uh, Serato, who was yep. playing. Like it was just yeah. Uh, for my first year of Serato was in the assistant coach for for the Panthers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did so he play? Yeah, I didn't he know he played. Play. Oh, yeah, yeah, far yeah, out! So I didn't know that. It was just a spin out because like we had a we had a great team. We beat beat England in a in a trial game, fifteen fourteen. Right. Um, which was like, and they were stacked. They had like James Graham, they had, they had everyone. So yep. that was that was a cool experience. Yeah, it was mate. Cool. It's um, it would have been sick, especially because like it would have been a bit more of a relaxed vibe. Yeah, you yeah. Because yeah. no one expects you. I mean, it's, they still expect to play hard, but yeah. no one expects you to. You know, beating England, for example, yeah. I'm sure that was an upset. It was the best. Yeah, I think that's sort of where we like um, hung our hat on. You know, <laughs> that, was, that was that was in the trial game. And that was it for the rest. of the <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we went too well after that. I think everyone was just um, happy with that win and yep. just started, you know, celebrating a little bit too early. Um, okay, so 2014 rolls around, um, and basically, are you a, a week in week out starter, or are you still coming off the bench regularly? Yeah, I think I'm still off the bench there. Yep. In 2014, um, which yeah, I was I was happy just to be in the 17. Um, at that time um, so I think I was just sort of yeah still yep. working my way into the team but I mean 23 matches 7 tries yeah what's going on there I know there? support play fucking <laughs> hell well I had Milf I had yeah, we, we were pretty Anthony Milford yeah, yeah Milford was a freak he was a yarn so I was just like yeah I don't Mate, know Probably, honestly I honestly thought this is going to sound fucking mental I know <laughs> and like whatever I honestly thought Milford was going to end up being an immortal Mate, that's way, how good he was the, the way he played the first year uh, for Canberra and then went to Bronx. I was sitting back and I was just like, dude, this this guy's he had everything off his head. Yeah. It was like strong as anything, yeah. crazy footwork, yeah. skill, skillful as any. Like, yeah. I, I, honestly, I, I, he was, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Like, he like was he's had, so he's had good, a, he's unbelievable career. He's had a great yeah. career. Um, but even when he was a young fella, like coming through, he was, he was it. Like mm. he, he was the man. So. Really, fuck, he was so good. Was and, and, and as you said, he still had a great career. Oh but yeah, hundred percent. There was a period there where like it was just yeah unstoppable. Yeah. I, I, like when he went that year where it, you know it was upsetting for a lot of the Raiders boys that you lost him because he was yeah. like someone that you wanted to build the club around. I, I, yeah. I was I spoken like Terry Campisi in that. And, yeah, yeah. And he was like, man, we really wish we could have kept him, but yeah. is what it is. It's footy. Yeah. Yep. Um, that year and then when he went to Broncos even the 2015 year he was fucking yeah, he outrageous was he was a freak it was good to watch man like he was just off the cuff he was yeah just pretty much doing whatever he wanted mm. pretty special what, what, what was it like coming through so like there's probably two teams that had a, a reputation for old school and it yep. was Raiders and Broncos yep. Broncos had a very old school mentality of like put shit on yard yeah. pl play hard party hard yeah. same with the Raiders yeah because there's not much to do down there. Yeah. <laughs> All old school boys. Was yeah. it was it like that when you were there, or was it fading out? Yeah, no, it was. Um, it was funny because as a young fella down in Canberra, um, you know, Mooseheads, the club Mooseheads. Yeah, Mooseheads. I used to be like I used to work in Mooseheads like when I was 16 years old. <laughs> so our family friend owned part of the club. Yeah, 
And so I was 16 working in the nightclub and I'd see all the old boys go in there. I remember I just always used to see Dan, uh, Dane Tills. Yeah. Big, big stretch. He always had like the I love Moosehead shirt on. And I used to look at him and I was like, man, I want to be like that guy one day. <laughs> <laughs> like he was always on the dance floor. He was like always partying every weekend, like without, without fail. And then when I got through there um, to first grade, um, I just sort of uh, connected with, with Big Tilsey just because, yeah, he was a legend. But yeah, it was, there's not much to do down in Canberra. So, yep. you know, the, the boys, they were enjoying themselves. It was yeah, it was a very tight crew. I mean, I spoke to Josh Miller a lot and, and it did remind me a lot of the Broncos crew. Broncos are a bit more like ruthless with the sledging and that because they yeah. were all like Australian players. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, you've had like, fuck. It, when I look back now and I think of the team I played in, I'm like, fuck, I didn't even belong in that fucking yeah, team. Yeah, it's like, crazy. That was stacked. Yeah. Mate, like what, you got Lockie, you yeah. got, we had Michael Innes as well, yeah. Petro, Webke, he was there the year before. Like, yeah. so I played with the trials with him and that. Yeah. Um, Brad Thorne. Crazy. Justin Hodges, Carmichael Hahn, yeah, yeah. Darius Boyd, like just, <laughs> just crazy yeah, stacked, side. Stacked. Um, yeah. And so like the, yeah, to earn their respect, it was wild. You yeah. had to get punished for years. Yeah, yeah. Corey Parker. Corey Parker, yeah. Fucking that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, okay, so you get selected for New South Wales country. Yep. And you come off the internet, you score a try. Mate, you're a try scoring machine. I don't remember that, but yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> scoring a try in the 26 all draw in Dubbo. Oh, beauty. Mate. Yeah, nice. <laughs> well, were you, for a kid that kind of felt like you were a good first, like a good footy player, yeah. but you weren't great, yeah. were you starting to go, fuck, you know, I've made a New South Wales team and everything. I yeah. played, in the, played for Italy and then, you know, playing for country. Were yeah. you beginning to get confidence from that? Yeah, I was, but I, I was always like at the same time, I was a really hard marker on myself. Mm. And so I was pretty much my own worst creep. And every time I played for New South Wales country, like it was awesome. I loved it, but I always thought I played really bad. Oh, really? So I was like, well, if I want to make the next step, because I was always really hungry, I was always really goal yep. um, orientated and driven. Like I always wanted to do more and do better. But I was like, every time I play for country, I always play shit, so I'm not going to make the next step. Mm. So it was sort of... Um, which is sort of a, it's a good attitude to have to always want more and to always want to you know be better um, but yeah I was just focused on trying to be the best I can and and I was yeah like I said I was a hard critic but I never really sat back and was like I was just always wanted sort of more yeah okay as, never, and, and yeah. as happy as I was as, and as proud as I was to be doing that yeah um, yeah I was always yeah, pretty hard on myself I mean it's it's kind of the only if you are a person that does sit back and kind of praise yourself, you're never really going to excel anywhere because yeah. you're going to get taken over by someone else yeah, that's exactly. hungrier. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, 2000, so 2014, you signed another two-year contract. Yep. Was this a sub much more substantial contract or were you still kind of earning your stripes? Yeah, it was – I think, yeah, it was a pretty good contract at the time. Yep. Yeah, yep. So it was um, – that, that was pretty cool. I, the, the first year, I was always always been pretty smart with my money. So, mm. um, but yeah, that was probably smart. Is that exchange for tight? No, definitely not tight. <laughs> definitely, definitely not tight. I might have to investigate that claim. <laughs> I'm pretty loose with my money, like, but um, but smart is in like putting it into yeah. you know um, yeah. property and that kind of stuff. But putting on black. Yeah, pretty much all of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was. Um, yeah, that was probably. What's that feeling like? It's like uh, whenever you like coming through, like that's also a, you know a big goal that you're like, I want to sign a good, yeah, good strong contract because like, yep. you know, money talks. Yeah. Like you, that's the a club can tell you for your whole career. Oh, we value you, we value, you, but yeah. they only show how much they value you when the contract yeah, comes exactly. around. Yeah, was yeah, it a good feeling for you? It was a good feeling. Yeah, it was because coming through. Um, you know, I, we sort of really didn't have much as as kids, and mm. I just sort of always thought, um, you know, if I could just play footy, make a career out of it, then I can sort of do something. So at that time, it was yeah, you know, it was cool to, yep. to sort of sign that contract. Um, just be yeah, a bit of a proud moment as well. Yeah, absolutely, yep. absolutely. Yep. So 2015 rolls around, um, you make the country side again, yep. um, playing Wagga Wagga this time. Yep. Um, first career double. What's going on? Double. Morning? Yeah, who was that against? Mate, was that against, against the Panthers. Oh, Panthers. Round 20. Yeah. Yeah, cracker. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you got named in the Prime Minister squad. Oh, but yeah. you had to pull out due to injury. But again, you it looks like you're slowly progressing. You're slowly yeah. progressing. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, no, that was um, yeah, that was a good year. I think that was sort of the year that I had really sort of maybe cemented myself into in, into uh, first grade and mm. sort of um, been a little bit more comfortable and and working towards higher sort of um, honours and all that kind of stuff. So. Um, that was probably yeah. That was probably. Did you have any? Um, at that stage, you know, you're deeply ingrained in the first grade squad. Was there any yep. 
pests that stood out or pranksters in, the, in your squad at the time? Oh, Danny Canberra. Yeah, there was a few. <laughs> there was a few. Um, no, nah, it was just – it was always a good bunch of boys. It was cool too because the, the, the core group of players, we'd all gone through the juniors together. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it was like, um, you know, all the boys sort of um, stayed together and – like I said, went through the Manny sort of system and going to Liverpool on the same bus, and that's the, you know obviously the best thing about footy, mm. you know, just playing with your best mates. So yeah, it was it was good memories, good times. And so 2016, um, you know, after round eight, and you get dropped in the New South Wales Cup. Now, was this due to form? Was this due to an error or <coughs> round 16? Oh, that was 2016. Sorry, round, round 18, round 2016. 18. Yeah, I think that's. I'm not too sure. I think I was playing. Um, I think I was playing pretty average footy. Mm. Yeah, I, I was. I was. I'll, I'll be honest with myself. I was. I was playing pretty bad, and that was sort of the first. That was sort of me filtering sort of out. I don't know what happened there, but yeah, um, yeah. I was under um, stick down there at Canberra, um, and then did you get the feeling that you were kind of getting yeah, on the outer a bit? I, I think I did. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I still had a year to run on the contract, mm. and um, things were happening. I was just sort of like, oh, it's a little bit weird, um, and then. Eventually, I'll, I would move on, but it was just sort of, yeah, it was a bit of a weird feeling. Because you still made um, country that. again that year. So it's yeah. sort of three years in a row. Yeah, I didn't think made. I was, yeah, I didn't think I was playing that bad footy, but I thought maybe, yeah, I'll, I'll go back to, to reserve grade. And even then, like, I, I sort of loved it because I was, I was back to where I was before with Manny's. And yep. that's when I started enjoying my footy again. Okay. And, um, so I wasn't really too worried about it. I was just, mm. you know, taking it as it came and, yep. and enjoying myself. It was your first kind of like little setback though, like since you, yeah. I'd assume anyway, unless there's something else that happened. Yeah, but. yeah, it was. Um, it was sort of like a bit of a reality check too because I'd been really lucky through the whole time. Like I was playing consistent first grade as soon as I debuted. Yeah. So I debuted in 2013 and played all the way through pretty much. And I was like, oh yeah, well, you know, you hear people that go in and out and can't yeah. really string too many games together and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, yeah, well, I've, I've, I've had a good run and this is a bit of a reality check. So yeah, maybe okay. I do need to work on some things. Yeah. And so I took it um, – I thought I took it pretty positively. Mm. And so at what, what point did clubs start to show interest and, and what clubs did show interest? Yeah, well, it was <coughs> – I remember I, um, I actually went up to, to Sixth Office because uh, I think we are playing uh, – I think we are playing finals. I played the week before. I think it was round 26. I played really well and we had finals the next week and I wasn't picked. Mm. So I was sort of like, I don't know what's going on here. So I just went up there and just sort of asked him what the guy was and he was really good about the whole thing. Um and then eventually, I think he pretty much said, you know, if there's anything anything else out there, mm. to maybe you know take it on or, or, or that kind of stuff. So, and that was like I said, late in the year. So I'm just I was pretty pretty lucky that everything worked out. Mm. Um, that's when I signed a Saints. Um, was there anyone else that was close to signing with, or Saints just was so appealing? Yeah, yeah I think there were, there were a few clubs. I think I was I was pretty close to going to Newcastle. Uh, I think I remember I was I had something on the table there. Um, and initially when the Saints still came through, because all the Canberra boys always went to Saints, I yeah. was like, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't yeah. want to be, you know, going to, to the Dragons and, and being another Canberra boy that sort of just falls out and goes to Saints. Yeah. But it was, um, it, it turned out to be, yeah, well, obviously the best move of my career because um, the time I spent there was, was unreal. Loved yeah. It. I mean, your footy went up to a whole other level yeah, as well. Yeah, was, it was funny though, because I, I think at, at that same time when I was down in Canberra, because I, I, I was a local boy, played all my footy there, I sort of needed a change. Yeah. Um, and I think in, in hindsight, it was probably the best thing for me, just to, mm. <coughs> excuse me, just to get out of my uh, comfort zone. And, yep. And I think that's, yeah, obviously where I played my best footy at the Saints. And so you, you signed with the Saints, uh, yep. three-year deal. And then you rock up and you play for the World All-Stars against the Indigenous All-Stars 2017. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, what was that like? <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah, that was cool because um, I sort of didn't really – I had no idea that I, that was going to happen, but that was a really cool experience playing for the, the, the All-Stars. Obviously because you watch it. Yeah. When it first came out, like the All-Stars were stacked. Yeah. Like it was a really cool game and um, – it was, yeah, it was just a good experience. I think we played that at Newcastle. Did you? Was there anyone that stood out for you? Like that, you know, wow, look, look how he professional he is or preparation. <coughs> yeah, well, it was funny because through uh, before then, um, I used to look at uh, Campbell Gillard, Reggie. Yeah, and I used to, I used to hate him so much because I thought he was like, <laughs> I thought he was just this like, arrogant bloke. Like, yeah. didn't, and when we got in the camp for All Stars, he didn't give me the time of day. Yeah. And I was like, fuck this bloke. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, who does this dude think he is? <clears throat> but fuck then, him and his moat. <laughs> yeah, him and his moat. I was like, who is this bloke? But I think because he was like, he was one of the best 
uh, front rows coming through, I always used to put put myself against him, and yeah, probably he would like this deep down. I probably used to, you know, he was better than me, so I was like, <laughs> try to put myself like next to him. He's like, it's a competitive. It thing. is competitive, yeah. yeah. So, but then, yeah, we um we get along pretty well now. We're pretty good mates, but initially at that first stage, I yeah, yeah I wasn't a fan of Fuck, that's how good is that? Yeah. And like he's he's relatively similar to yourself. It's like he's a locker room player, you know, yeah. one of the boys. He's a ledge. Um, yep. That's that's hilarious. Yep. And now you're. You're pretty good mates. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's really crazy. Good, yeah. Um, did you did you see, you know, any of the Storm boys or Roosters boys that you were like, fuck, like they, they're on another level. Not another level, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. they handle things a little bit differently. I was always really respectful because like, I've always been a massive league fan, so I've mm. watched, always watched all the games and that. Was Raiders your team growing up? Yeah. Yeah, I love the Raiders. I love the Bronx as well. Really? I love Lockyer. Um, the gun. Yeah, he was a freak. But I always like I was always really respectful. Always mm. to a little bit. Maybe I used to probably like did put people on a pedestal a, a little bit. Yeah. Um, but that was just me being respectful and just yeah, knowing what people have done in the game. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was just sort of used to pinch myself a little bit when I was sort of making those teams. Like I always used to think, I don't think I should be here. Like I yeah. don't deserve to be here. Mm. Um, but yeah, you, you learn things off, off other players that are uh, pretty professional and try to put that in your game. So who was your coach? Who was my coach? Yeah, at the All Stars. At the All Stars. Is it Wayne? That is a great question. I can't even remember. I'm not too sure. Don't know. Yeah, we'll have, have, to, have to look that up. Um, yeah, I forget. Mate, it looks like a good time. Like I like the I like the Maldi Indigenous better. I think because yeah. there's more passion there. Yeah, yeah. But that was also a really cool concept. Seeing yeah. all the players come together. Like I think that. it was like I think World All Stars started to filter out a little bit. Like mm. people were sort of dropping out. Yeah. Like when it first really. started, it was like it was legit. Uh, it was legit. When I played. I'll be honest, it probably wasn't as strong as what it was when it, when it first started. I mean, I was playing feedily, so it was sort of like, <laughs> I did take a flag on my back and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, sweet, whatever. Uh, um, okay, so when you when you rock up for your preseason at St. George, did you immediate, did it immediately click for you? Did you feel like, oh, fuck, this is a place I want to be, I feel wanted, blah, blah, blah? Yeah, it was, um, I think it was just the, the, the four pack at the Saints was probably the, the main reason why I went there. Mm. And I was sort of like a little bit, because they had given me the opportunity for coming from Canberra, I felt like I'd, I owed them something. Mm. So I was like, oh, I just want to do the best I can to sort of repay them and all that kind of stuff. Sort of the same um, sort of um, attitude I'm taking to the Bulldogs this year. Mm. Um, just that, you know, I'm, I'm pretty loyal and if someone gives me the opportunity, I want to repay them. Yep. So I just got to train and I was like, I'm just going to do the best I can and, um, you know, train hard and, and see what comes of it. Yeah, it's um, Mal Meninga. Mal Meninga. It was Mal. Yeah, well, great big Mal Meninga. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, know how much. I don't know how much coaching he did in that. That's <laughs> 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 probably why I forgot. But nah, he's, he's a good coach. Um, and so yeah, that year uh, you you make the prime minister's squad and you yep. play in the prime minister's squad. Yeah, did you go to PNG? Crazy to walk us through that whole trip. Unbelievable. Like I heard about it, but I just to experience it myself. It was just it was unreal. Um, just like how how much they love it over there. It's yep. um, yeah, it's, it's a great experience. Um, what do you so you get over there? What do you are they waiting in the airport? Are they, yeah? So even the, the bus out, like sort of when you go into the hotel and it's like the streets are just packed and the kids just love it. It's oh, just, yeah. um, it's a, it's a cool feeling because you, you sort of realize how lucky you are to, to be doing that. And yeah, they just love their footy over there. So it's, did you have any um experiences of them chasing the buses or yeah, running on the field? And yeah, that? yeah, uh, the after the game was just crazy. Because like, you sort of get told before you play not to sort of give your boots out and all that kind of stuff. Because then they go nuts. Because they just go nuts. Yeah. And it causes like a massive riot. Yeah. Like you just give you, give the stuff out and that. But um, all the kids on, on the field is, is pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool thing to see. Um, did you did you hear of any stories of young kids like walking ages to, to watch the game or anything like that? Oh, I don't know. I can't really remember too much. But yeah, um, yeah just the experience of it all was, was, was just unreal. I'd did you get it. on the beers or anything after? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was um, it was, was Reggie in the side with you or no? I don't think he was. No, I, I think I missed him that year. Who was your partner? Partner in crime. Partner. Uh, I was rooming with Frizz. So the great Tyson yeah, Frizzell. Big, big Frizz. So he was looking after me over there, which is good of him. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was cool. It was good. Um, so 2018 rolls around and this is probably one of your best years. Um, you know, you get named in New South Wales Blue Squad. Yep. Um, was it expected? How did it How did it come about? Do you remember the phone call? Yeah, it was. It was. It was just so crazy. Me and the me and the wife were sitting on the couch. Uh, I think we were watching Tropic Thunder. And Great movie. Yeah, I got I got the call. Um, obviously, I know number, and it was it was Freddie. Sort of. Um, it's just a surreal moment, you know what I mean? Because you just like for me, not making any junior rep sides, I was like, there's no way like I ever play Origin or anything like yeah. that. So it was just cool. I, like I just really, the whole time I just took it in. 
um, just took it in the, the whole experience and didn't take it for granted. It was very present mm. um, and just loved it. Yeah, it was. What did you? What do you think you learned the most there? Because like that's the cream of the crop. Like you got yeah. Teddy there. You got like yeah, just guns. I don't know. Again, I was like. I don't think I should be. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like again, I just didn't want to let anyone down. That was my that was my major focus. But just sitting back and just watching everyone, uh, just at training, I was just like, this is well, it's, it's a dream come true. It's just mm. like I said, it's a surreal moment because you work, you pretty much dedicate your whole life to to that yeah. to that time. And like I said, I never took it for granted. I was I was very present, loved it, and like it's just probably one of the. It was the best experience of. of what was the uh, bonding session like? Did you get a bonding session? <laughs> yeah, it was the best. It was the best. <laughs> Who was I think, MVP? <laughs> I think that's the. Um, I think that's the best part of it all, really, isn't it? Like, yeah. you know, getting a, a group of twenty-five blokes that are sort of you know don't know each other. And, yeah. You know, get them on the beers together. It's always a good time. <laughs> Did you just go out, or did they lock lock you down? <clears throat> yeah, I think I think we went on a, a boat cruise the first uh, the first bonding session, and that's when sort of me and Reggie we sort of got a little bit tight there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was um, some yeah, pretty funny moments. Mate, I can only imagine. Yeah, the best. To be a fly on the wall. <laughs> um, so 2018, that's, is that, so 2018 you one, that was the first, was that Freddie's first year? Yeah, 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 it was. And, and um, you know, you, you win the series. Did you play in all three games? Yeah, yeah. And, and what's it, um, you know, winning a series? Yeah. 2-1. Unbelievable, unbelievable. It was cool because I think it was uh, myself, Tariq, uh, Jackie DeBell and, and Frizzell. So we were all from the Saints, obviously, and it was just cool to experience that with them too. Um, but, yeah, holding the shield and, and because Queensland had been so dominant yeah. you know, for as long as they, they had been, I was just lucky that I was in a great team, you know what I mean? Like we had Teddy, we had one of the, you know, one of the best New South Wales sides. So I was just sort of just riding on the back of that. So <laughs> I'm not going to claim anything. I was, just, I was just lucky to be in the team. Um, <coughs> and so that's that season. At, at this point, um, you know, Dragons have – have a, I guess it's a pattern. They would start the year really well yeah. and then struggle in the year. Yeah. What, what, what do you think it was? I don't know. I mean, our pre-seasons were always really tough. Do you think it, you conked out? Do I don't know. I don't know because we, there was, I think there was one season there. But we, I think we just won, I don't know how many in a row. I think it was like seven or eight. You were coming like first. We were killing it, yeah. yeah. And then, I don't know, like after the origin uh, period, we just like just shot. I don't know what it was. I'm, I'm not too sure. What was the inter- internal conversations like? Was it like <coughs> we need to tinker things? With it? What was the senior playing group saying? Were they saying, oh, training, we're doing too much contact or we're not yeah, doing enough I contact? Know. I don't know. It was, I think it was tough too because there was half the boys that lived in Sydney. So they were travelling down. So I don't know if we were putting it towards the, the travel that people were just burning out. I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, it was, it was pretty disappointing because I think it was 17, 18 we had a great chance to sort of do something pretty pretty special there and, and nothing really uh, eventuated from it, but uh, the squad was, was was pretty handy. Yeah. And so it was a little bit disappointing that's in that sense, but yeah. And, and so like it's, it's, it's such a, a strange situation because as you said, that, that year where you was were coming first midway yeah. through the year and then just... Yeah, we were just yeah, beating everyone. And then... I don't know. I don't know what it was. Yeah, you just conked weird. out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, yeah, it didn't really fulfil the potential, which was probably, yeah, pretty frustrating. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it just, yeah, just didn't work out. So was did Benny Hunt get signed the year that you arrived as well? I think he got signed the year after. I think so. I think Benny came 2018. 2018. Pretty sure, yeah. Cause I think um, that's when what was it like getting Dozer there? Yeah, it was good. Dozer. Yeah, it was good. Um He's, he's a legend. Yeah, got a lot of time for many, um, but yeah. So obviously he left uh, Bronx to come down to the Saints, and uh, he's, he's been there ever since. But he's yeah, he's, he's a great little player and a great bloke. So and when did the the shortest shorts in mankind? <laughs> when did that become a thing? When did that become? Mate, a thing? I don't know. I don't know. I wear XLs. Are they custom made? I wear XLs. You custom. I reckon the thing is, I just got a big ass, mate. I just got a big ass, and <laughs> <laughs> they, mate, they, they are just the shortest up. things going. I get. I used to get peppered all the time. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll just have to go. Does it just make you feel freer so you can move better or what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I've just. Um, Maybe. The, are you going to keep the tradition? The aerodynamic. Yeah, I might go down a size. Might, might oh, go, mate, <laughs> might, might, you know go, what? The smaller might short. Go, might go mediums at the dogs. Mate, so I reckon you should. See the what the boys say. The smaller the short, the better you'll play. Surely. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I might give that a crack. Aerodynamics, mate. It's 100%. all science. It's yep. all science. Um, so 2018. You start really well. You get yep. selected to Origin. Yep. Um, you play all three games and you score a try in the deciding match. Yeah. What's actually sorry? Back to your de- <coughs> debut. Do you remember anything from from when you ran out or anything? 
Yeah, so I think the debut was in Melbourne, I'm pretty sure. Um, and it was just, it, it was crazy. MCG, it was, it was one of those experiences where I sort of, singing the anthem like oh, I had tears running down my eyes, like I was just really emotional because yep. I was just like, man, this is it. Um, my first carry, I'll never forget it. I just ran straight at GI. And because I was like, oh, he's a little bit older, he might be a little bit past it. You know, there was sort of words, you know, throughout the week saying he might be, you know, not what not what he used to be. So yeah, fuck it. Went straight at him. He picked me up, and I just looked at the lights, and I was just like, fuck. He smashed me. And I was just like, well, obviously he's still got it. <laughs> it's GI, like he's a, he's he's a freak. You've still got it, bro. Yeah, You've still got it. <laughs> and I was just like, almost dropped it. I was like, oh, my first carry gets smashed. Yep. And I was like, okay, yes, yeah, sweet. So that's when I started to get into the game a little yep. bit. But it was cool. Mate, it's uh, the, the great – like, is there a better Origin player? Like, Freak. he just yeah. – I mean, there may be Origin players as good. Yeah. Far out, he's close to one yeah. of the best. Every it. time he stepped on the field for Origin, like, he was just a, like a, a step above. Like, yeah. he was just – yeah, something else. It, you're right. Step above is the perfect – perfect description is a step above. It was like sometimes that he was truly in his own league. Yeah. You know, I'm like – yeah. Fuck, yeah. And even like as a like, you know, New South Welshman, it was it's still good to watch, you know what I mean? Like as yeah. much as you hated it, you just yeah. you respected it. You were just like, Well, you just can't do anything about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just can't Mate, watching his highlight reel is just it's wild. Because yeah. like uh, you would know better much better than me, but it's one thing to do it at club level. Yeah. But to be doing it against the best of the best. Yeah. The way he was doing yeah. it. Like even the step up in speed and all that kind of stuff. Like yeah. that's one thing I struggled with. Like I was like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> Just it's just everything's just elevated, yeah. And for for him to or to people just to dominate at that sort of level, mm. it's just I don't know how you do it. It's yeah. crazy. You got to be special. What was something that you noticed um, being a, a forward? Was there anything from maybe your teammate or the opposition intensity that you were really impressed by? Yeah, on the field. Yeah, well, I think the well, the speed of it, speed of yep. it's just crazy. Um, but yeah, I think for me playing with someone like uh, Cordner, Boyd Cordner, like I just used to look so at him tough. and just went. So much respect for him because he was just one of the toughest blokes I've ever played with. Yep. And again, it's just sort of like what I said before, you just sort of you respect them for so much for, for what they do. Yeah. So I was just like just used to sit back and just go, Man, like I'm just lucky to even fucking share the field with him. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? So that's things like that are pretty special and I think that's something that you sort of hold on to. Um and then when you're done after your career you can sort of sit back and go, you know. Did you have a, um, a running battle with anyone? Was there anyone on the Queen's yeah, outside that was niggling, not really. niggling in that? Probably Betty Hunt. The great <laughs> Betty, Betty Hunt. Because he was playing hooker. Yep. And I was like, well, this bloke's a little sawn off. Like, he can't do too much damage to me. He's a halfback. But every time I ran at him, he, he, he sort of lifted me a little bit. So, but um, I don't know. It's, it's in origin, you don't really. You don't really have enough time to yeah, sort of talk yeah. shit, you know what I mean? So yep. it's just sort of, I'm just trying to survive out there. I, yeah. can't, I don't have enough energy to sort of, you know, have a battle with anyone. So 2019, you make the blue side, you're playing great footy, yep. life's good, yep. you score a try in the decider. What's it like you're falling across the line in oh, an origin decider? It was the best because it was the best because Cookie put me over. Yeah, and, the great Cookie. Oh, David Cook, what a man. And um, it was funny because we were training that player the whole week. Yeah. Like, we get inside the 10, we're going to do this. And, yeah. then, and then he put me over and um, – I just remember looking up at the ref and I was like, I got it down, I got it down. And I had like goosebumps, I was walking back and I was just like, just so pumped. And it's just the best thing. Was it, was it the decider? I think it was the Yeah, it was in the decider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, I mean, that was pretty special too to sort of contribute to the game, um, to the result. But um, yeah, it was, it was cool. Like to think like, like to think young kid from Canberra would be scoring meaties on the side of the crowds just gone. Yeah. And again, to have my family there and all my mates and never thought I'd ever be in that position. It's just, yeah, it's, it's pretty surreal. It's cool. It's sick that you trained that, that yeah. play as well. Yeah, even a captain's run, we're like, yeah, we're going to do this. Who, whose idea was it? Cookies or yours? I think it was mine. Oh, <laughs> I was yeah, like, where's all the team? Give me the ball, Cookie. Uh, just, fuck just, it <laughs> You know what? Front row, I was looking for a fucking meeting. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably <laughs> call the override call. I'll probably just yeah, hot, hot, hot. Um, okay, so the game's in the balance. Yeah. Were you on the field when Teddy... No, I was off. You were off, so I you would have off. seen it all real yeah, clear then. I, I saw it pretty much unfold. What's it like seeing that whole... That's, I mean, it's one of the great... One of the great... It's folklore for me. Yeah. I'm not even a fucking... I think user, it was one of the best finishes. Mate, it was incredible. It was incredible. <laughs> yeah. And it looked like for all money, the Queensland were going to do what Queensland do. Yeah. We always find a way. Papali rolls over. Yeah. I think Josh McGuire or something as well. Yep. And then all of a sudden, New South Wales... Pull it out of the bag. Yeah. What's it like watching it all unfold? It was cool because I was so used to Queensland doing that. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Um, 
But yeah, from the sideline watching it, I was just like, this is, like I said, it was just special to be in that team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, because it was such a great team. I was just like, yeah, I was, it was just, um, I was pretty grateful. Mm. Um, but What's um, Freddie like as a coach when you first got to Yeah, he was good. Learn he was him. good. Yeah. Yeah, he was good. He's a little bit different in yep. the way he does things, but it works. Absolutely. You know I mean? Like it, it's, um, everything that he's done is, is, is unbelievable. So He's um he's been really successful and he's been great. So was there anything that um that he said to you guys after that win that on the buzzer win in the changing rooms? Not so much. It was just it was just you know it's just the eruption of just yeah beers you know, are flowing. Yeah, the emotion of back to going back to back. Yeah, and being involved in that was yeah it was unbelievable. Is there um anyone that you know was in the New South Wales side that you were really impressed by skill set wise just training with them, seeing what they could do? Yeah, I think probably Jakey, Jakey Chaboyevich. Yeah, okay. Like obviously, I knew watching him, he was, um, you know, just tough, great defender and all that kind of stuff. But um, when he's in the game, like, he's just his defence and everything, and he's got a massive motor, Yeah, you know. Um, and you, you can't help but just, you know, sort of sit back and um, be pretty impressed with those players. Finucane yep. as well, Dale Finucane. We play <coughs> Cambridge Juniors together. And, it's you know, it's pretty cool to see how, how good of a career he's had. But yep. he's, like, to, you know, just the utmost professional like you can, you can be. Yeah. So, yeah, he's he's unreal. Yeah. Um, so 2019, yeah, you win the – that's the first time they go back-to-back since 2005. Um, but it's the tough thing is is that you, you have a great year by winning the series, but the yep. Dragons have, you know, a pretty pretty tough we'll, year. Yeah, we'll pretty yeah, – yeah. we'll that great that year. What, what was it like internally? I don't know. It was um, it was pretty frustrating to be, to be fair. It was pretty frustrating. Um, and then, like, when you come back and, you know, you, you have, you know, like, the, the emotions of playing um, State of Origin and winning. Yeah. Um, you're on top of the world and you come back and things aren't really going that well. Yeah. Back at the Saints, you're just sort of, like, a little bit deflated. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, that was that was pretty hard. And then from 2020 onwards, it's just been, it's been a bit of a shit fight. You know? <laughs> yeah. But through the, through the whole thing, I've been really – I still put it back to – I'm just lucky I've experienced everything. You know what I mean? I've, I've, through everything, obviously it's been tough for the last few couple of years. Mm. From 20, I don't know what's happened from 2020 onwards, <laughs> but it's been something else. But everything before that, I've been, I've been so lucky. Of it, everything was going really well for me. So I think maybe you know things happen just to sort of wake you up a little bit, maybe. And that's but that same year again, personally for you, incredible year. You get named for the Australian side. Unbelievable. What's unbelievable? Did, what was the phone? Do you remember the phone call for her? Yeah, well, it was funny because um, they wanted to do a Prime Minister's game to sort of be a bit of a selection sort of um, thing before the Australian was the uh, Pacific Test, I'm pretty sure. And I had my best mate's wedding and I was best man. And I remember talking to Mel and I was like, I don't know if I, I don't like, I really, really want to play. Like, I'd really love to play. I'd love to go over to do yep. the, the um, Prime Minister's game. But my best mate's getting married and I'm his best man. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, tough decision. I was like, Fuck. yeah. I was like, and then he sort of told me that he was going to pick me in the test anyway. Yeah. So I was like, um, didn't really have that much training under my belt because Saints had finished early. Yep. Um, obviously, to make the final. So we'd been out for like six to seven weeks. Oh, shit. And I was like, my fitness probably wasn't that great. Yep. And I was like, man, listen, I'll try and do the best I can. Mm. Um, but I really want to be – I really want to get at my best mate's wedding. Yeah. And so he, he allowed me to do that, which was unreal, which was awesome. Yeah. But I had no game fitness mm. for seven weeks. Yeah. Going into a test against New Zealand, with, and it was at Wollongong, which yep. was unreal, so it was at home. Um, so at the back of, in the back of my mind, I was like, yeah, I'm playing for Australia. So this is the greatest yeah. um, you know, achievement ever. But I was like, physically, am I going to be okay? Yeah. So I was just sort of doubting myself there a little bit. But in the, in the build-up, I was trying to do everything that I could – when you got the call, did you start smashing yourself fitness-wise? Did you go out yeah, there straight yeah, away? Yeah, 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 I did. But the the wedding was a it was a big you know it was, it was <laughs> yeah. a big celebration. So yeah, I was yeah. like, "Fuck, I'm going from my wife's wedding first <laughs> straight to this straight into the, uh, a test." I was like, "Shit!" And we still laugh about it to this day. Um, How'd you play? I played okay. Yeah, really. I played like 45, 50 minutes. I no think I, I was like, and I was a little bit like physically, I was a little bit out of shape. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? It wasn't. Um, compared to Origin, it wasn't that quick. Yeah. Um, so it was – and I was 
obviously playing in a great team, so you lift. You yeah, okay. I mean? You just do your job. One so effort. You got 80 effort. minutes of effort. He's playing with pain ass, you know I mean? He was, getting, he was playing the ball in 0.5 of a <laughs> second. So I was just like, give me the ball off to him. I'll just go and I'll just Have you ever seen anything like pain ass? Unbelievable. I, I just, I can't wrap my head around it, like how good he is at, at yeah. so young. Like, I know, like. I've never seen anything like it. Not in the front row position. And the, like, just his motor too. Like, I just, I, I don't understand. I don't know how you can be. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. It's not genetically normal. Like, yeah, you, you, you was, you know, you've been more preseason than me, but like the big fellas like that are not supposed, not supposed to, to be that like fit. That. They're yeah. supposed to be the ones struggling at the back. Yeah, and the little whippets. Yeah, are just gassing. And he's playing like he can play eighty minutes. Fuck. Oh, I just, yeah, I'm flat out playing thirty straight. <laughs> <laughs> he's incredible. He's yeah. yeah he's he is something else, man. Yeah. He is something else. Yeah. Um, was it was your best man? Was it like that's that's such a tough decision. Yeah, I know. Um, if, if he's my best mate, you know what? Like I would probably do the same as you because, like, yeah. a you may be able to make your debut later, maybe, yeah. but yep. b like you put your best mate before yourself. Yeah, in my in the way I think anyway. Yeah, yeah, yep. But it was just it was hard for me too because I was talking to Mal and I was like so grateful that I was even yeah. being talked about to debut, and he was really cool. He understood you know pretty much everything, um, which was I'm pretty thankful for. Um, but I was like, I just don't want to miss it. Yeah, the um, 2017 when I missed out on Origin selection, my other best mate who I was um, I was his best man in the groomsmen, um, he got married in Hawaii, mm. so I missed out selection. But then I, it was a bye week, so then I could go over yeah. and be at his wedding. So I was like, it was you know just those little things you just don't want to miss out on those kind of things. No because you, your best mate's getting married, you and for footy, you know what I mean. It's at the end of the day, it, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Well, I mean, you you. Family and friends is that's at, that's really at the end of the day yeah, all you got. Like, exactly. Take away everything else, all the other bullshit. Yeah, rah, yeah. Rah, like that's yeah. really all you got. Yeah. Um, okay. So two thousand and um, so at this, at this stage, two thousand nineteen, two thousand twenty, there's a lot of rumblings now. Mike, uh, Mary, yeah, you know, is he staying? Is he going? <laughs> yep. What was the the discussions internally as a club? Were, were you also aware of the external pressure of? You just felt like it was building, yeah, and building and building. It was hard because. For, for myself, like I thought it was a little bit unfair, you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, um, I love Mary. He was a great coach. He allowed me to play the way, you know, that I did for my best footy and we had a great relationship and I – it was hard because at the end of the day, as a, as a player, you know, if, if, if you're not getting the results then it's going to create pressure for the coach. And yep. I just thought it was a little bit unfair because we weren't playing great but he pretty much copped the whole – the whole thing so when that did happen i was i was pretty upset because i was like you know, i came to the club he was there the whole time mm. had a great relationship i loved him as a coach loved him as a bloke and it was sort of like yeah i don't know it was a bit of a weird feeling when that happened yeah it's yeah. So, that's the toughest thing especially when you've got a good relationship with a coach that's yeah. that's put you in the bet you know you played yeah. for your state and yeah. then for your country yeah and i don't think i would have done it without you know what I mean? Like yeah. he obviously the, the assistant coaching staff was pretty good, but he gave me that confidence and yep. Um, and I always thanked him for it because uh, that's this kind of bloke I am. And so I was, it was a little, little bit weird when, yeah. when he moved on, and I was that's why I was a little bit standoffish mm. when the new coach came in because I was like, yeah. it's tough. Well, you just got it's it's just it's a whole new relationship, yeah. You know? Like and it's and it's it, it works not just player to coach, but also coach to player, like. If if you if a new coach takes over and he has developed other players, yeah, you're like that to him. Like yeah. he's standoffish to you too because he doesn't know you. Yeah. So it's like that relationship. He's already got it with all those other players. Yeah, yeah. He knows that he can trust them, but yeah. he doesn't know whether he can trust you. Yeah, that's the thing—the trust. Yeah, you, you, you spend so long building that trust. Yeah, and uh, you know that relationship with a coach, and then it's just sort of like a oh, bit it's, of. Weird I, hope, I hope Mary continues to coach i hope he does too yeah i think he's doing the new south wales juniors yeah uh, for next year he's got a successful business though so he probably yeah. just like yeah i think he's pretty sweet yeah i think he'll tell you <laughs> i think he'll tell you <laughs> he's sweet he's too. sweet he's all right he's, doing, so, he's like, doing pretty well for mate, himself because I, I, I was i was um under him when i was at the dragons in reserve grade <laughs> yeah and I, I really you know i liked him like i, I really i thought he was a, a what i liked about mary and i don't know whether he was like this you know he was honest. Yeah. Like he would tell you exactly where yep. you stood yep. and what was happening. Yeah. Whereas a lot of coaches, you'd be surprised how many coaches like won't tell you. Yeah. And that's why it should be. I mean, just say it. Yeah. Oh, you, you, you appreciate it so much. Hundred percent. So Even much if more. You like, I don't know if they're trying to protect you or, or, or what the goal is, but you play footy, you're a man. You yeah. Know, that's how you yeah. want to be dealt with. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's um, 
it's really surprised. I would much if a coach came to me and said, "You're not playing good enough." Yeah. Here's how you need to be. This is where I think you need to prove. Even yeah. if I disagree with him, even if I think that's bullshit. Yeah. At least I know now. Yeah. And if I don't go away and do what he says, that's my fault. Then now. it's on you. Yeah. Hundred yeah, percent. Whereas right. if like yeah. you don't tell me and I'm yeah. ripping and tearing. What am I doing? What, what, like, what do I got to do to get? <laughs> yeah. It? Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I hope, I hope he gets another crack for yeah, sure, bro. So do I. Um. So 2020 rolls around. Um. <coughs> sorry. And yeah, you just go into the the the. The bubble, the, the bubble. COVID bubble. <coughs> yeah. What was that like? Was that I just shot like really just uh, I just don't do, I just shot. don't do well in bubbles. <laughs> 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 no, yeah, I don't know. It was just because it just never happened before, and it was just so weird. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just a very weird time. Yeah, very weird, weird time. Oh, weird for everyone. Yeah, and it's it's all relative in the sense of like, yes, absolutely, <coughs> there are people worse off. Yeah, and yes, absolutely, there are. People that work away that yep. in, in, in the army and they fly away for six months and there's yep. people that work in the mines. Absolutely. But it's all relative. Like yeah. them them suffering doesn't make my suffering any better. Yeah. You know, me yep. being having anxiety or, you know, feeling lonely, can't talk to anyone, whatever. Yeah. Just because they're suffering, I'm not sitting there going, Oh, you know what? I feel fucking better now. Yeah. 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 Um, and so it's all relative, you know? Yeah. Yep. And so I think that uh, especially because like you guys have basically been in, I think this year was probably a bit better for you boys because you just went away. So you had that. Yeah. You could walk around in that. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas last year, you just couldn't do anything. Yeah. It was pretty much just training straight home. Yep. Um, couldn't really do anything outside. Mm. Um, so I think, yeah, last year was probably a lot more, a lot more harder. But then <clears throat> through this year, things relaxed. And so you could go out, you could play golf, you could go to cafes, you could do yep. whatever. And then there was, he got locked down again. So it was just a little bit of, you know, I wouldn't say confusion, but it was just like, well, here we go again. Yeah. And probably the best thing to do, which I missed out on, <clears throat> was to take um, everything up to Queensland. Yep. Obviously, it's the best thing to do. Mm. Um, but yeah, so just a little, it's, it was just hard to sort of um, deal with and, you know, but obviously the best thing for the game. Yeah. yeah. And it was it. You know, the initial the initial era where you um, at the cafe was it? Were you just more just fucking? I need just, to get out. Yeah, just for me, just for myself. I'm just I'm a bit of a creature of habit. You know what I mean? Like I love just I love getting out and I love doing like um, things a, a, a certain way. And just that morning, I just uh, I was like, you know, I'm just gonna go. Out. I'm just gonna duck out for you know to get a coffee, get a you know get a feed, whatever. Yep. Um, obviously, again, not the right thing to do, but. Um, yeah, it was that was that that was pretty hard to go through as well. Um, but it was just one of those things where you just you're not allowed to do it. And mm. Yeah, it was. it's um yeah. It, I, I think it's just like you always think that oh I'll just do this it'll be okay I'm yeah. not hurting anyone. I think and that's probably think one of, the of my worst sort of I wouldn't say traits, but it, it's just I'm a pretty easygoing person, and I'm mm. always just like my attitude before all this kind of stuff was yeah it'll be right like things will be okay. Yeah. I don't really. I do think about the repercussions, but I'm just more a sort of carefree. Um, she'll you know, be right, mate. She'll be right, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, and that's I think that that attitude and that um, sort of perspective has gotten me into trouble. Yeah, um, you know the last um, last couple of seasons because I just think, yeah, I'm not hurting anyone, all that kind of stuff. But when you think about it in the big picture, it's just. Yeah, yeah. When you compare it to people, you know, losing their jobs and blah blah blah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you feel like, oh shit, you know what? Shouldn't have done that. Shit. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, so, how did the Bulldogs chat come about? Where, where did that all the start? Bulldogs chat came about. So, back in country, Trent uh, Baz, he was coaching country, and he lives up the road for me. He lives maybe five minutes up the road, mm. in Shell Harbour. So, he gave me a call when everything sort of happened, um, which was really nice of him. He was just being like, he was really supportive. Mm. Um, and again, going back to being like a loyal person, uh, I sort of saw that. I was like, I really appreciate what what he was trying to do there. And uh, then it sort of things eventuated to sort of him saying, we you know we, we might be interested in all that kind of stuff. And I was like, at that time, I just wanted to, <clears throat> I just wanted to redeem myself. And um, yeah, to sort of, I, I didn't want to go overseas. I didn't want to run away from it. I was like, yeah. I need to stay here. I need to, I need to get everything back. Um, so I was just like, yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm going to jump in. You know, if they were to give me the opportunity, I'm going to do everything I can to to um, to repay them and and get back to where I need to, to, to get back to. And um, what what excited you when, when it, once it become a serious discussion? Yeah. Um, did you speak to Gus or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. So initially, I was just speaking to Trent. 
yeah. um, a, a fair bit. Uh, and then I spoke to Gus, which was, again, pretty surreal because when you hear his, his yeah. voice through the phone, it's just like, well, he's, he's like the godfather, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I understand. And, um, yeah, so he, he was he was really good too. He was really good throughout the, the whole process. And Was there uh, any advice that he gave you that you, you were <clears> like, this is why people really do respect Gus? Like he yeah, doing? yeah, he's he, he was really good. He was really supportive and yep. he's just one of those people. Like if every time he speaks, you, you obviously listen and you, and you hang off every word. So, mm. um, yeah, through the whole process, I was just like, yeah, this is something I just – and I was speak, speaking to my wife through the whole thing and she was really good with advice of, of what I should do and we were we, – we figured out pretty – pretty quickly that that was the right thing to do yeah um, because just of the support that Trent gave me and all that kind of stuff I was mm. wanted to repay him and so what's the you know what excites you about that squad that you've got there you got to be there yeah well the squad the squad um, the, the, the boys the, the team that they're putting together is, is unbelievable um, I was lucky enough to take the girls up to uh, the Bulldogs facility last week yeah um, just to sort of take them around because throughout the whole process I was just it was just phone calls and all yeah. that kind of stuff so I didn't, hadn't actually met anyone yeah um, so we went through looked at the facilities um, and they've got some they've got great facilities there at Belmore everything's yeah. really really um, re- really good so um, just looking forward to yeah to getting in there and and just want to play my best footy for them and if everything happens perfectly in the next 12 months, where are you and what are you doing? Um, well, happy family, healthy. Yeah. Um, you know, playing some – I just want to play good footy. I just want to – I just want to get the trust back from the boys. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just want to get the, the trust back from the boys. Build build that up with, with the Bulldogs boys. Build some, you know, some good relationships there with, with, with the Bulldogs. Um, give back. I just really want to give back to, to, to the club. Um, and obviously, yeah, um, just contribute as much as I can to to them um, because I, I feel like I, I I owe it because of what happened this year. Yeah, it's I'm excited for the doggies. I think it's got yeah. a good young squad, and then, yep. and only way is up. Only way is up. Yeah. Um, ask all the boys this: favorite rapper of all time? Rapper, oh, rest in peace, DMX. DMX, <laughs> DMX. I love DMX, man. DMX was it, it, for me. Um, yeah, he was unreal. I used to have the Up in Smoke tour on DVD yes. when, I was, when I was a young fella. Yep. And um, I used to watch it all the time. <laughs> I don't even know how I got it. I don't. Even, I think my mum got it for me. I'm not yep. too sure. But I was just like, used to try and quit walk. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, uh, Up in Smoke was the best. <laughs> and and uh, DMX, my dog's uh, <laughs> Favourite movie of all time? Um, I have a few. I have a few. Um, I think um, any given Sunday is is, is definitely up yeah, there. So that's probably one of the that's probably one of the greats. Willie Beeman. Yeah, steaming steaming Willie Beeman. Oh, and it's got to be one of the Rockies. Rocky Four. Rocky Four. <laughs> you reckon? Stone. I grew up on that man. Yeah, I, yeah. Rocky was was all time. So yeah, any given Sunday, probably Rocky Four. Mate, any given Sunday is that it's speech from Al Pacino. Inches speech. Yeah, mate. Yeah, I'll yeah. run through brick falls. I know. I know. Let's go. <laughs> I used to listen to that before games. Oh, really? He used to have it, yeah, he used to have it uh, on the phone, and I was like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <Put> the headgear on. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Um, Mate, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, uh, appreciate I, it. I, mate, I really, really hope the bounce back happens this year. I think you're going to go fantastic. Appreciate that. Um, and, yeah, we'll obviously stay in contact. Yeah, thanks for having me. Dunsies. Appreciate it. Boom. Thank you, bro.